Thanks for tuning in. You are now listening to the Sports Card Lessons Podcast with your host, Ken Cairns, a weekly sports card podcast with lessons he's learned in the hobby and life lessons he's learned along the way. So sit back and relax. There won't be a test. The only thing being graded is the cards. You are now on with Ken. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Sports Card Lessons Podcast with me, your host, Ken. I'm a retired teacher documenting my hobby journey here on the pod, finding teachable moments to share with all of you along the way. Don't forget to hit me up on social media, on Instagram, at sportscard underscore lessons. Hit the follow button. And you can also find me on YouTube by searching Sports Card Lessons. If you like what you hear, please like, subscribe, and most importantly, tell a friend and spread the word. Welcome, everybody. How is everybody doing today? It is Wednesday, June 22nd, and I am actually doing this on my birthday. This is my birthday today. So uh, this is my uh, this is my birthday gift to myself and to you. Uh, I want to wish everybody um, happy Father's Day from uh, this last Sunday. Uh, you know, shout out to all the fathers, uh, and, and stepfathers too. Uh, really important. There's a lot of, a lot of, uh, you know, mixed families out there today. And, uh, I don't know if stepfathers get as much credit as they should, but, uh, definitely a big shout out to them and shout out to, uh, you know, mothers pulling double duty, uh, for the fathers who didn't show up. So shout out to everybody out there. Uh, who, who, who is filling in as a father, um, should have been a slow week, right? No show this week, but, uh, I did venture out. Uh, I, uh, connected with my guy, Rob, uh, sports card therapist. Uh, there was a local show in Plainville, Connecticut. So we, uh, we ventured out there this week, uh, this weekend, it was, uh, a Saturday show, uh, and I was able to make a pretty good deal. Uh, and I'm just going to break the deal down now because this was really kind of my highlight of the week. Uh, it was an exhausting deal, uh, to say the least. Uh, I think the deal probably took an hour to get done with just running around in circles. Uh, but I made this deal with Scott. Uh, he's on Instagram at Scott06902. Uh, he does nothing with cards on his Instagram, but I did promise I would shout him out. Um, so I made a trade and, and a lot of what I've been talking about these last few weeks uh, here on the pod was just, you know, they call it leveling up, but just getting rid of trying to get rid of stale cards and work my way into bigger cards. Um, went to the show. I mean, the show is decent. Uh, this is the same show I talked about last month, uh, that there was no football and, and there was a little more football out this week, but not a lot. Uh, and, uh, you know, I kind of came up to a table and I heard, uh, you know, the, the guy there at the table was talking to, uh, the dealer and as a dealer, I knew I, you know, I've seen a bunch of times and I was listening to them trying to make a deal and he kept pulling all these really nice football cards out. Uh, and, and he pulled out, a, a, a Trevor Lawrence, uh, 2020 XRC 
Redemption PSA 10. And I saw the card and I said, all right, I'm going to hang around. I'm going to let this guy get his deal done. And I'm going to see, I'm going to make a move. I'm going to make a move for that card. Now he wasn't a dealer. He was just somebody else at the show, but I saw the, I saw the card. So I waited, I walked around the show twice again and came back and he was still dealing with, uh, with this dealer. Uh, and, and, Finally, the dealer just looked at me because he, I, I could tell he was exhausted and he felt he wasn't going to get the deal done. So he's like, Hey, how's it going? What are you looking for? What do you got? Do you have anything you want to, you want to sell? You want me to look at some cards, anything you see here you like? And I said, I said, I, I really, I'm waiting for you guys to finish because I, I saw a card that he had that. So this guy looked at me and he said, well, this guy's not getting a deal done. Let, let you know, what, what, what are you interested in? What, what, what do you got? Let's see. So I told him what card and he pulled it out and he actually had a, a, a Mac Jones, same thing, XRC, um, PSA 10. And I have the nine and I've talked about this before and that's kind of how this started. Even though I saw the Trevor Lawrence, he pulled out the, uh, you know, I knew he had the Mac Jones too. And I said, Hey, before, we talk about the Trevor. I have a, you know, a Mac XRC PSA nine. I said, you have a 10, you're looking to upgrade. I be willing to give you my card and some cash and, you know, trade up to the 10. And immediately he said, Oh, that's fine. I'll take your card. You give me a thousand dollars. And I'm like, no, 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 that's, that's, that's not going to work. I said, you want to look through my cards? And he kind of looked through them initially. And he's like, no, I don't see anything there. I said, okay. I said, well, let's, let's talk about, the Trevor Lawrence. Um, and it was exhausting. And we went round and round and round on this card. And and I'm not going to get into all the details of what happened, but I'm going to tell you what the deal was. Uh, so, so there was a trade. So I traded him um, a Justin Herbert uh, authenticated auto. It was a PSA 10 auto only, not the card. It was just a hand-signed card. Uh, and I showed this a couple of maybe three or four episodes ago on that deal I made with a bunch of cards. Um, and that was one of them. And, and the comps at the card were about 250 to 350. Um, and I purchased that card, I estimate, at about $150. Um, I also traded a 2021 Russell Wilson downtown. It was the SGC 9.5. Uh, the comps on that card were 290. Um, I pulled this card uh, out of a Don Russ box and spent $26 grading it through SGC. So I'm really, I mean, I, I know the box cost me something, but if, if I really want to break it down, I'm into the card for $26 at this point. Uh, and uh, 2020 Obsidian Purple Etch Tom Brady to 99. The comps on that card were $125. Um, and I purchased that card at a previous show for $60. So if we looked at the comps, um, the comps were about seven twenty-five dollars uh, of comps. I mean, I was into those cards for $260. So the trade ended up being the three cards plus $800 cash for the Trevor Lawrence uh, XRC Redemption PSA 10, which the comps were around 14 to 1500. There was a few, 
you know, there's there's a lot of a lot of sales on the card, and I and I think the card's going to become more popular. But there was like a fourteen eighty and a fifteen fifty and a sixteen ten, and there was, you know, even as high as there was a couple sales that were as high as seventeen or eighteen hundred dollars. Um, but I, I would I would say the comps on this card, um, either way, whether I was selling or buying, I would say a, a true comp on this card would be or at the time last week in $1,400. So the way the deal went down, it was just long and exhausting. And he was getting louder and louder, which was drawing people in. So people were coming in and of course they were having an opinion on what was going on. And you know, nobody really wanted to get, wanted to say, Hey, so, so, so one of the cards and I'll go back the card that was the Justin Herbert authenticated. There's really, you really can't comp that card. It's an autographed card. There are other cards like it that were just authenticated, but not PSA graded. Um, so it was really hard. I mean, that card was selling anywhere from a from one hundred and fifty dollars to three fifty, right? So there's really not, you know, and it, and it was a base card too. It wasn't like it was a special card with the autograph on it. It was a base card. Um, and if you go on my Instagram, if you just want to know, it's still up on my Instagram. You can just go up and look at it on the Instagram. It's the one with the, uh, you know, with the 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 blue ink autograph so that was really the point of what was this card really worth and and fighting back and forth on the money not fighting but negotiating back and forth on the money and and he was trying to bring other people in and other people were like hey you know what it, it's your deal I, you know I, I, we're not going to get involved nobody really wanted to say one way or another for you know for him or against him or for me or against me um and and after almost an hour, I said, look, you need to make a decision because, you know, we've been at this an hour. So here here's the deal. And I laid it out. We laid the three cards out. I put the cash down, you know, his one card there. And then finally he accepted the deal. Uh, we shook hands. Uh, he took a picture of it because he wanted to document the deal. Um, because we have a mutual friend. And I think at the time he felt he got the better end of the deal. Um but then he started asking some of the people that were around and the people that were around said, Hey, you know, I don't know who got the better end of the deal, but I think he got the better card. And I think that, that was the, that was the thing that people were saying, um, that I, you know, no matter who got the better end of the deal, I walked away with the better card. Um, I started doing something new and I did this two shows ago. I did this a lot. Uh, at the Mohegan show. And I did this with this trade and it really helps me. And, and I'm going to put it out there because it may help you. It may help other people that are doing a trade. But as we talk about a trade and we're pulling cards out, I like to lay them out. This is what I'm giving. This is what I'm getting. Right. And I like to just stand back and look because then I just say to myself, do I like option A or B? And sometimes as these things are negotiating, I'm looking down and I realize I, I like I like what they're getting and not what I'm getting. Right. So I say, well, wait a minute. I, I'm I'm not comfortable with this. Let's start pulling back because I want to be I want to look at these two piles. I want to look at option A and option B. And I want to say. 
I want option A and that, and that would be the option I'm getting, you know, that, that end of the trade, that's what I'm getting. And if I can say that, if I look at these two and say, if I had a choice of taking this or that, and I'm getting this, and this is what I, then I feel good about it. And I don't, and I'm not going to lose sleep over it. I'm going to take the card and not even think twice about it. Um, and I think that's helped me with negotiating, with negotiating, because I'm not, I don't want to get stuck so much on the comps and the prices, because if we go, you know, everyone with every, you know, people had, you know, different opinions on what was going on, but most people said, Hey, Ken, you left with the best card and our mutual friend who he took the picture and he went to them and he, and they said, kind of said the same thing. They said it was probably a pretty even deal, but he probably got the better card. Um, and when you really break it down, if you go down to the comps and the cash, he made out better. I mean, if I went to what the current comps were, were $725 and the $800 cash, right? He got $1,525 for his card. It, the way I'm looking at it, I was only into those three cards for $260. Right. So I'm getting that card for a thousand sixty dollars. So when I talked last week about a win win for both people in this case, I, I think it's a win win. I mean, he's getting, you know, probably a hundred or one hundred and twenty five dollar over comps on his card. Right. And I'm getting the same card in the same situation for four hundred dollars under comps or three hundred and forty dollars under comps. So to me, I'm happy and he should be happy too. And this is kind of what I was talking about last week is I, I don't think there, ha there has to be a winner and a loser because nobody really knows what I, I, I mean. I know what I'm into the cards for, but I don't know what he's into that card for. I mean, he could have opened one box and pulled the redemption and mailed it in and got that card back. Or he could have gone out and purchased that card for $1,500. I don't know what he's into that card for. So when we talk about comps and we talk about winning or losing at the at the end of a deal, I, I really don't I really don't think anyone can make that opinion. I think I can say to myself, hey, I won in this or I lost in this. But that's really me. That's really because what I have, what I have invested, invested into this. Right. So I think that I think that's what becomes most important. And am, and am I happy with walking away with what I'm walking away with? Am I happy with that? And in this particular trade, this day, I was ecstatic. That was that was a card that I really wanted. And I was able to move three stale cards, right? Th these cards have sat in my case, and I've moved them from show to show to show. Um, and I... And I think that if I had to, at the end of the day, I may even put up a little more cash just to get rid of these cards. Not not to get the deal done, but just to get rid of the cards. And I know the cards sound like they're good. Now, the 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 Justin Herbert, I haven't had that long. But this Russell Wilson downtown, I opened this box in August or September. I sent that card into SGC. I got the 9.5 back. I've carried it to every single show that I've been to. No one has bought that card. I've put it online. I've tried to use it as trade bait. I've tried so many ways to move this card and it just never moved. I mean, short of giving it away or giving it away way under comps, it just didn't move. People just weren't interested in the card. The Obsidian 
purple etch Tom Brady to 99 uh, that I bought. Um, I believe I bought that card at uh, Hofstra University uh, where somebody came to me and said, are you buying? And I think the comps on that card at that time were about $90. And I said, look, I can give you like 50 bucks for it. And he said, if you can give me 60, I'll take it. And I'm like, look, it's Tom Brady. It's number to 99. Um, and it was, uh, I didn't mention this earlier. It was, uh, it was graded. It was a HGA, uh, HGA nine. Um, and I thought to myself, this card's going to be liquid. I mean, it's graded. It's Tom Brady. It's numbered, and I'm getting it for for sixty bucks. I, I mean, I, I I thought this card was going to move that day, if, if not at the next show. And it was one of those cards that it just sat in the case, and nobody ever asked about it. Not a word about that card. Um, and I did have a lot of good cards in my case that he was pulling at, you know, like, Oh, maybe we should do this. Maybe, but I kind of steered him down the road saying, look, these are the cards that I'm willing to put out there because this is the value that we're looking at. This, this is where, this is where the difference is between, you know, what the card is and what the cash I'm giving you. These are the cards that are going to fall between that. And, and I kind of set that up because I didn't want to throw away any of my any of my high end cards. Now, now, you know, when I came up with the eight hundred cash, he said to me, "Well, give me the Mac Jones because the 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 uh, the comps are very low on the Mac Jones." I thought to myself, "Heck no, there's no way I'm giving up a Mac Jones, you know, to 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 to, to give give away below comps or at comps. I mean, here's a card. Here's a guy that's on the rise right now. There's no way I'm going to do that. And some of my higher end stuff, I don't even bring with me. I just leave it home. Um, especially when I go to these smaller shows, because in my mind, I say the reason for me to go to these smaller shows is to get rid of some of the, you know, my stale cards. And I talked about these and I talked about these and I talked about these and, and I'm starting to have success and I'm so excited so excited that i'm figuring out how to get these cards even if even if they're under comps i don't care they're stale nobody's buying these cards i'm just trying to move these cards and i still have a handful of these cards and and i'm actually kind of excited i have a handful of these cards because after springfield there's going to be another local show somewhere where i could take these cards and roll down there and try to you know use them as some trade bait with cash and move up to something better um, so I was pretty happy about that. I'm going to show you the card. Um, and if you're on YouTube, you'll be able to see it. If not, it's a 2020 Panini select Trevor Lawrence, uh, XRC prism redemption PSA 10. And I'm just going to hold that up. Beautiful card. Very excited about that. Um, the lesson here and the, I'm going to throw the lesson out a little early today, and it's something that it's something that um I've learned, and I I've done this just from observing and watching the way people act and react at these smaller card shows. Um, is one get out to the get if you have stale cards, if you have cards in your case that you say to yourself, man, I, I really wish I could sell these cards, 
Well, I would tell you to put these cards together and head over to, to one of your local shows. And, and I'm not saying it's going to work every time or it's going to happen every time, but at least you're putting yourself in a situation where you can move these cards. You can dump these cards. Um, and one thing I learned is when you go to the shows, I always just went and talked to the dealers. I mean, I went in and I talked to dealers and, and it's interesting because I, I'm meeting so many new people that I'm seeing people on both sides of the tables now, but more importantly, I, I talked much earlier, um, maybe back in the, in earlier episodes, four five, six, something like that. I talked about when I go to these shows, I literally, I'll walk all around. I'll look at everybody's table and everything that's going on. And my second time around, I'll start to kind of make a game plan of any of cards that I saw that I'm going to try to go after that. I, I thought were, you know, within reason or within price range for myself. Um, but more importantly, now I figured out just listen to the other people talking to the dealers, people that are making, you know, trying to make deals with people, especially when they have their case open. Um, I started learning this, figuring this out, and I was able to capitalize it on this weekend with this deal I made. But just listen to what people are saying and look at what they have. And if you don't get a look at it, say, hey, when you're done, let me take a look at your case, right? Let me take a look at what you, what's in your case. You know, that's how trade night works, right? I mean, why not do it right here at the show? Um, and I was able to make a deal with somebody else that's at the show. But don't just bank. Don't just bank on the dealers because the dealers, what they're going to have in their case. And I talked about going to the shows and not seeing any football. But a lot of people had football in their cases. They just, you know, in their why their Zion cases or whatever when they're walking around. But they may not may not have been on cases on the table because, you know, it's possibly the dealers just didn't feel like, you know, the price the time was right to put the football out there. You know that the the comps were right. You know that the comps are down, so they're just going to leave the football out and put stuff up there that that you know they they felt the comps were better at. But but start start talking with the people on the other side of the table and start listening to their conversations. You know, just me listening to this conversation. Um, if I would have gotten this deal done earlier, the whole deal this guy Scott was doing with this dealer was, was over, um, was over another, uh, XRC card that, that was a lot cheaper. And, and I felt it was a Zach Wilson and I, and, when I heard that deal going on and the dealer said, you know, he was looking at some cars and the dealer said, the best I can give you on the Zach Wilson is 370 as a, you know, as a comp, as a trade-in. And he's like, oh, this card's worth $500. And he goes, well, I'd let it go for four and a quarter. Now, I didn't even start to look up comps because if I felt that it was a card I may make a, make a run at, I would have looked the comps up. But it ended up that all of a sudden, then the Mac Jones came out and then the Trevor Lawrence came out. And I said, oh, my God, this guy's full of fire. So I come, you know, I completely forgot about the first card, talked a little bit about the Mac Jones, but really made a play on the on the Trevor Lawrence. Um, but, yeah, you get an idea of what people are thinking before you ever even have to talk to them. So I knew. I knew what he, what he wanted for his Zach Wilson, and I kind of knew what he wanted for his Mac Jones. Uh, he never talked to the to to the dealer about the Trevor Lawrence, so that was 
that was something I had to figure out on my own. Um, but yeah, it's, that's the, 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 the teachable moment here is just, you know, first of all, if you have some stale cards you want to get rid of and you've put them up on Instagram and you've put them up on, on Facebook and you no know, head over to your local, local card show. I mean, just try to, try to trade up, try to say, Hey, will you take these three cards and some cash for, you know, something in your case, you, you you may you may end up breaking even you may end up losing some money but it's it's still i call it found money right if you've got a card that's going nowhere and it's been sitting in your case for so long that your investment into this card was months and months ago you know if you've got somebody who wants to give you something for that card it, it, it's like found money uh, other deals of the week and and what you're probably figuring out now it's uh, it's a constant grind now for me getting ready for national uh and and it's the unknown for me i've never been to national i've never been to national and now i'm going to be set up at national this year so i just have to talk to so many other people say you know what is it that i need to put in my case you know what what's going to make me successful at national um so now just taking a lot of information from a lot of people. And it's just a constant grind right now, getting ready for national. Um, I ordered from Panini, the obsidian hobby boxes came out. Um, I don't know. must've been, it was a week ago, Friday. I mean, it was a Friday cause I ordered it while I was golfing on a Friday. Um, I ordered it on Friday and it came last week uh, and I opened it up uh, and there were some decent cards in there. Uh, but the best card I had was this um, uh, Tua. It's a patch. It's autoed, and it's to 15. I'm just going to hold it up here. Um, and it's the Obsidian Matrix is the version of the card. Um, so, yeah, this is just a great card. Uh, not a lot of high value on it now, but... Uh, I think between that and one or two other cards, I'll get I'll get my money back for the box, what I paid for the box. So I was kind of happy about that. You know, the one thing that depresses me is if I go out and spend money on, on a hobby box and I can't even get 25% of the money back of the cards I pull, that to me, that's that's just friggin' depressing. So, you know, uh, I get nervous when I order the box, but I was feeling pretty good those two mosaic soccer boxes I got, I said, okay, so may, maybe ordering, you know, directly from Panini when they first come out, maybe that's the way to go. Um, so I, I, I ordered, you know, I ordered this one and it, it's okay. It's okay. It wasn't great. I'm not going to rave about it and it wasn't terrible. I'm not going to complain over, overly complain about it, but, but it was decent. It gives me a, a you know, a nice two, a card, I'll throw in my case this weekend. Uh, and, and hopefully I'll move it. Um, I made a purchase uh, on eBay, which I've talked about earlier not doing, but um, I'm always on eBay. I'm always more looking for comps of things. And when I see a price that's ridiculously low, um, I watch it and I just want to see where it goes and what happens. And, and we all know, mo I'm not going to say most, but a lot of the, a lot of the bids are, are shilled, you know, they, they, these, these bids get pumped up or somebody buys it. And next thing you know, the same card from the same person is back for sale again a few days later or a week later or maybe even five minutes later you know so uh that's why i kind of stay away but when i see a card and i say 
all right, and it's getting down to the end and, and, and it's pretty low, I'll wait to the end. I know exactly what I'd want to pay for the card and that's going to be my bid and either I'm going to get it or I'm not going to get it. And this particular one, um, I ended up getting it. It is uh, Rookies and Stars. It's a Mac Jones Auto to 99. And I'll just hold that up. Really nice card. Nice corners, nice edges. Um, I think it'll grade well. I haven't brought it over to uh, Alan's shop yet to let his son Josh have a look at it to see if uh, it's a gradable card, but uh, that'll definitely make it over there this week and uh, let them take a look at it. Uh, the last card I have, um, I actually got in a break. Um, so I hit a Trey Lance. It's a silver auto in a break at Breaks of God. Um, I like Joe and Dan over there. I usually watch those breaks uh, three nights a week. Uh, I just enjoy what they're doing over there. And sometimes I get a feeling and I jump in on them. And uh, this happened to be a lucky day for me. I'll hold this one up. So it's the uh, Prism Trey Lance Silver Auto. Um, and and I, I only hit this. I hit this probably, I don't even know when it was, a week ago. Maybe maybe a little bit more, uh, you know. I'd take time to ship it, and when I first got it, I looked it up on eBay, and the comps were about eighteen hundred dollars. I was pretty pumped, uh, and it showed up in the mail today. And I pulled the comps up, and they're about nine hundred to a thousand. So, um, ho hopefully, I'll be able to move it this weekend before the comps get get any lower. Um, so one other thing I'm going to talk about this week was, uh, and I thought I was going to be able to talk about this in more of a positive note, but back in April uh, at the Hofstra show, um, it was Sunday, it was busy, uh, and I had a kid come to the table and he had a 2020 Justin Herbert uh, winning ticket. It was orange to 50 PSA 9. And he liked, actually, he liked the card I had. And he said, will you be willing to trade? And I said, what do you have? And he had pulled a few cards out. And I saw this card. And I liked this card. Um, and the card that I was selling in the case was for 175 But I was only into the card for 125 And the comps on this card were right about 175 So uh, I said, look, you want to do a straight trade up? And immediately he said, yeah. Let's do it. And I said, okay. So I had this card. I looked at this card. I took a picture of this card. I liked this card. And sometimes you get these cards. and I don't know. They just feel good cards. You get a card and you're like happy you have this card. I don't know if it was the color, what, what it was about the card, but I liked the card. Threw it in my case. Um, I only had the card for 30 minutes. And I had a number of people come by and ask immediately, oh, how much for that card? Uh, and I just kept saying, I didn't want to sell the card. And sometimes, and, and if you're a dealer and you know what I'm talking about, then when you first get a card and you really had a chance to really evaluate it and just really know uh, what you could do with it, what you could get for it, go check, you know, like recent comps and where, where the high was on this card, where the low was on this, you know, just like a lot of things on a card, you, you get, you know, after a show, you get to really look up and you get a really a better idea of what you want to do with the card. So I really didn't have a chance to do any of that. So I just price the card high. So when the people asked me, I said, oh, it's 375. Um, the third person that came said, said, uh, hey, let me take a look at it. 
and uh, he asked to see it. So I gave it to him. He looked at it. He looked at it. He looked at it. He put it down. He pulled out his wallet and he just pulled out $375 and dropped it on the thing. And I'm like, oh, great. Now I was pumped. You know, in one side of me, I was happy. I'm like, geez, I just got into this card for, you know, $125 value. And I just sold it for $375. I'm like, I'm the man, right? This is this is like 101 being at a show. Um, even though I only had the card for 30 minutes, after I left the show, I thought about that driving home. And I've thought about that card a number of times. I don't know why I've thought about that. I'm not like a big Justin Herbert guy. Anything. I don't know why I've thought about that card, but I just put a thing on, on eBay to say, Hey, if a card like this pops up, you know, let me know, alert me. So last week I get the alert. Oh yeah. There's a card up there that matches your description. And I started looking at the card and looking at the card and I said, oh, and I said, it's, you know, it's the PSA nine. And I went and I looked at a 10 and a 10 had just sold for like 225 or 230, something like that. And this card was only like at 40 bucks or something. So I said, I'm going to follow that card. You know, I'm going to watch it and see where it goes. Well, Sunday was Father's Day. That's when it was going to end. And Sunday morning, and I, you know, you know, eBay alerts you. Oh, you know, final bidding, final call on this. And I started thinking, I said, could this possibly be the same exact card? So I went back through my photos and I found a picture of it and I looked at the PSA serial number on it. And sure enough, it was the identical card. It was the card. And I'm like, oh, th th I mean, how could this happen? You know, it's meant to be. This card was meant to come back to me. So it ended at like six o'clock on, on, on uh, Father's Day, which we were having a, a big dinner. And of course, I set my alarm on my phone, you know, it's beeping during the middle of dinner and people are looking at me while I'm picking up my phone because I had to make the bid on this card. Uh, so, uh, you know, at, at the time with 10 seconds to go, it was at like $104 and 50 cents. I'm like, all right, I'm going to throw a $180 bid on this thing. Cause you know, the, 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 the PSA 10 just sold for two twenty five. It's not going to go that high. I threw $180 and 99 cent bid on it. And I lost, you know, the person, whoever bid on it, they got it for a dollar more than, you know, what, what I put on was my highest bid. So he was really, I think only just bidding against me. I don't think anybody else was bidding on it. And it, and it even could have been a shield bill shield bid. I, I, I have no idea. Uh, I was a little heartbroken, you know, I, I kind of felt like, you know, when you feel like you let your best friend down, you just feel like, damn, you know, I could have done, I should have, I should have put a higher bid on it. I should have done this. I should have done that. I felt like I just let this card go. Like I, I really didn't put enough thought into it and, 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 you know, treat the card like, like I really felt inside about this card. But anyways, the card got away. <laughs> I, I mean, I was so sure all day Sunday, I was almost a little giddy that I was so sure I was going to be able to share this on the pod saying I got the same exact card back. I mean, I just thought it was meant to be, and that that's what was going to happen. I just thought I was getting this card back, and and it didn't happen that way. And it's probably a reason for it. Maybe it'll come up again. Who knows? Maybe the PSA ten will come up, and I'll end up with that even a better, even a better version of, of that card. But that particular card, and I know I sold that card to uh, a kid in Florida, and this card was being sold in California. So. I think a number of people must have lost money on this card. At least one person must have lost money on this card along the way. Um, 
So I, I was hoping to capitalize on that and, and, and get it back. Uh, so that's the story on that. Uh, again, I always think things are meant to be. So if this didn't happen, something better is probably coming down, you know, in the future for me, uh, as far as one of these cards. Um, last thing I'm talk about, I got a message from my guy, Alan over at ja.sports.collectibles, uh, had him on the show a few episodes ago. Uh, and we talked about his son, Josh, uh, who's just really good at, at, at looking at cars for PSA submissions. Uh, and, and his success rate before I submitted anything, I, I, you know, they talk about being really pretty high. Um, I went in there now it's been a while cause it's taken a while for these cars to come back at the $50 submission. Uh, but I went in there probably, I think March must've been the end of March and don't hold me to it, but I went in there with about 15 cards and, and he went through the cards at the time and he separated out five cards and said, you know, these cards are going to be nines or tens. He goes, I, you know, obviously I can't guarantee you a 10, but if you were to ask me and say, I don't see anything wrong with these cards, the centering, the corners, the edges, the surfaces, they, they look phenomenal. Um, and all the other cards, he said, I see this on this card, this on that card, this. So he put them aside. I ended up subbing five cards to him. Uh, and he called me today and said, look, I got good news for you. They just shipped those cards and you got five tens. All five cards are a PSA 10. So I'm really pumped about this. Uh, and I'm happy because Josh, uh, is a Jalen, he, he, he's a jet fan, but for whatever reason, he's a fan of Jalen Waddle. And when I come across cards, you know, he, they, I'm always getting good advice. He's doing this stuff for me and, you know, little things. Uh, if I ask favors, they always help me out. So I'm always, when I'm fine, if I find any Jalen Waddle cards, I pick them up and I give them to him. Now, now I'm really happy I've been doing that because uh, I'm so appreciative to be getting five PSA 10s and, and I'm hoping to have them before this weekend's show. Um, and if they don't sell, I'll have them, I'll have them here to share with you. Uh, uh, next week, uh, on next week's show, as well as the, uh, the recap of the Springfield show that's coming up this Sunday, um, in Springfield, Massachusetts. So a little pumped about that. Been getting ready. Like I said, today is Wednesday, uh, every night. And it's, you know, it's just like, just, just, just the preparation, just preparing. It's like show preparation. I call it is every night, taking an hour, every night, going through cards, looking comps, changing prices, getting things together, just making sure, uh, I used to wait till, till Friday night or Saturday night. And then it was like a five, six, seven hour doing all this stuff. So now I've literally learned just to break down an hour a night, the week before a show, uh, this way, the night before, all I got to do is, is load the car up and I'm ready to go. Um, yeah. So upcoming, this weekend is uh, Springfield, Mass. Um, it's a New England card show. Um, and the only show I have scheduled after that is National, uh, July 28th to 31st. Uh, I did uh, reach out to the person running, um, or Laz, one of Laz's shows in New Jersey, July 16th. 
um i initially thought i wouldn't be able to go but i i'm available to go now so i haven't heard back so it's possible i may be doing that show july 16th but right now uh just the two shows on tap is this sunday in springfield and um national uh july 28th to the 31st so like i said uh be here back next week uh talk all about the uh we'll recap the springfield show and if i have any of those psa 10 cards that i get back from uh psa this week i'll share them with you as well um i want to thank everyone for tuning in and if you like what you hear, please like, subscribe, and most importantly, tell a friend, spread the word. Until next time, be good to yourselves and everyone around you. Mm -hmm.